0: This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. Oh, shit! It's Vince Russo! Vince McMahon's best kept
1: secret. I am the anti-Christ of professional wrestling. It, I can run the world
2: title. I've got a wife, three kids at home, and I really don't need this shit.
3: How can this show be so awful, Mr. McMahon? I didn't think it was.
0: Now you're the editor, right? Russo yes, on the I'm from New York. I'll get downright nasty. This is Vince Russo's The Brand.
3: Welcome, 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 welcome everybody to Castrating the Marks. Marks, 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 marks. I am Vince Russo. This is Jerry Lane. And somebody out there is about to get it. What is going
2: on, Jerry? We got another Tony Khan week. I'm, I'm hoping this doesn't stop. I mean, I know, you, I know you did the videos, and you're not the only one saying, this guy needs an advisor. He needs to go in the background. Selfishly, I hope that never happens because this stuff is just too good. Yeah.
3: Man, did you see Jericho's interview no, like, because I guess now a lot of people are starting to go to Jericho. Like, what what is he doing? And Jericho is just like, bro, he's the boss. He could do whatever he wants. Yeah, no, no, nobody's going to tell Tony Khan what to do. You, you know, no, nobody. And, um, you know, you could kind of tell, like, just reading between the lines that Jericho thought, like, this was all absolutely ridiculous, but he was like, Bro, nobody's going to stop this guy. Man, bro, could you imagine? Could you imagine the wrestling media if Dixie Carter would have carried on this way? Could you imagine what they would have done to Dixie? And Meltz has given this guy Booker of the Year two years in a row.
2: Yeah. Anybody else? You? Anybody else? Vince man, for some reason, this guy is praised for being an absolute. And marvelous. why is that? Because he lets them in, I think it's what we always talk about. They they go to the scrums. He goes on their shows. He tweets them. I think that's exactly why. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I had to do a uh, a, a personal uh, video for a Triple H today too, as well.
2: Yeah, I haven't had a chance to check that out yet, but I saw that was on our. See,
3: see that that's the thing, bro. I don't bury anybody in these videos. I am giving them good, sound advice, like literally, I literally, we Jeff are on the outside looking, looking in, and we are totally fine with that. We don't want to be inside. It would totally ruin our perspective, and when you're on the outside looking in and you don't have a horse in the race, give them a some good, solid feedback. And if, you know, like I said, bro, they, they want to ignore it and continue to do one and a half million people while Monday night football
2: is doing 20 million
3: Then go up and knock yourself out, bro.
2: Yeah. And we've seen with Khan, especially, he doesn't want any constructive criticism advice. All he wants is everybody to kiss his ass and tell him how great AEW is. We see it in the scrums, his interviews, everything he does. If that's not what you're doing, he's, he doesn't want to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, We see how well that's working out for him.
3: All right. Well, you got any shout outs, Jeff?
2: MDOT, the wishlist closer, sent me Harry Potter, Return to Hogwarts. So thank you.
3: Yes, and he sent me a couple of albums as well. Um, Rumors Live, very nice, Fleetwood Mac, and Crosby, Stills, and Nash, Greatest Hits. So thank you, my
2: friend, Michael Carter. Thank you very, very, very much. All right, let's get down to business. All right, well, we're going to start with a Tony Khan tweet, and this was sent in by Scott Ward, Greg O'Grady, and Matthew Ortiz, and it didn't start with a Khan tweet. There was a thread. This was the day that he was making some of these crazy tweets, taking shots at WWE and the bald asshole and all that stuff. So this is a thread from, uh, I don't know if it was a dirt cheat or a fan. Tony Khan, and it's not one of his tweets that they're talking in. It's a completely separate one. So somebody says, the difference is that, Vince McMahon has the power and influence to take cheap shots. He's earned the right to make them. Tony Khan is Vince if you order him from Timu. You can shop like a billionaire, but you'll get the cheapest tat doing so. Tony Khan replies to this, Vince, he's not even tagged in this, which means he's out reading all these freaking threads that he's not even tagged in. And Khan says, yes, Vince has allegedly used his power and influence to shoot a lot of shots.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I, I I, read that. Hey, listen, I am the one, bro. I, I you have heard me saying this. I've said this many times and I am not going to back off from this. Bro, when you are number one, you say nothing. When you are number two, you throw the kitchen sink. But when we threw the kitchen sink in the attitude era, Jeff, it was in a creative way. We weren't calling Eric Bischoff names and we did it in a creative way. We drove tanks up to, you know, their building. We sky WCW. The guys went to CNN. We did it in a creative way. We didn't do it in like a 12-year-old way where you're calling them names back and forth i mean definitely i think that he should go after the wwe but my god bro you got to do it
2: in a creative intelligent way yeah is he is he trying to be eric bischoff like going at vince mcmahon and it's so weird because vince isn't even in the spotlight anymore no no and people don't you know WWE it's not like Vince McMahon is there front and center like he always has been and like you said this isn't something creative on their TV show we don't see MJF and somebody else going up to the WWE headquarters and and shooting stuff this is Tony Khan on Twitter making yeah. dumb tweets to, about I, Vince McMahon I mean that would have
3: been like you know you know you know just you know me as a writer
2: calling Eric Bischoff names on social media it's just it's it, it's insane, bro. All right. Well, fart or not, has gone mainstream again.
3: I think I saw this, but go yeah, ahead.
2: But what do our listeners do? They still come to the experts because it yes. doesn't matter how mainstream it is. If you want to yes. know if this is a fart or not, you come to us. So this was sent in by Chris, John Wilno, Evil Jackalopes, Wow, and, and Kevin Mari, and this is Congresswoman AOC in an interview. Uh, I'm not sure who she was interviewing with, but this is from her official government Twitter account.
4: In the names of victims who do not want their tragedy Mm. used to justify.
3: Nah that that sounded like it was that that actually sounded like it was a voice and some type of microphone interference coming through That, that. Yeah, that that clearly sounded like that. I disagree.
2: It's definitely in her room where she is because her mic lowers like her voice is now the background noise. After the the fart sounding noise, her voice drops. So if she's got the background noise or the noise filters on, it's taking that fart sound as the primary voice and it starts to lower her. Mm. So it's definitely in the room with her, whether it's a fart or not. I think it is because... But to me, to me, it sounds like it's coming through the mic. Well, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's in the room. I played again. Played again. In
4: the names of victims who do not want their tragedy mm. used to justify...
2: Mm, I, 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 that doesn't sound like a fart to me, bro. See, I, I think if it wasn't, she would have made a tweet. You guys are silly. It was this. I don't think N- she would have. Nothing. That
3: because that would have made it worse.
2: Play it know. again. Play it again. I, I I think it is because of the mic her voice lower, her voice being adjusted because of the other sound.
4: In the names of victims who do not want their tragedy mm. used to justify
2: Bro, she, See, when she knows, says to be used. Her voice drops.
3: She knows soul that, like, she went right through that, bro. Well, they they would have had. A, they would Nah, they would have had to be some kind of a cell. This this woman is not a pro farter. <laughs> no, but she's I mean, a pro talker. Look at her, bro. She's not a pro farter. She wouldn't I, know. I, she, she wouldn't know what to do in that case. I
2: think it's definitely a fart. The mic lowering when the next few words proves that the noise is in the room so it's nothing on the other people's end it's nothing on her computer making the noise it could have been coming through her mic it could have been a technical issue but it wouldn't have dropped her it wouldn't have dropped her voice i don't think i will have to disagree on that one all right let let us know guys What, what do you think all right let's go to a hollywood video this was sent in by Gabe Tuff.
3: God, you guys got to stop with the Hollywood. <laughs> There's just something so not right about the Hollywood videos,
2: bro. Uh, go ahead and uh, sent in by Gabe Tuff. She's opening one of those AEW oh, lo- loot crates.
4: All right, accidentally peaked. Oops. Ooh, I don't know why I did that, that was an accident. All right, I didn't see much, I didn't see much. Here we go, next one. Um, this is a micro, ball, micro brawler mini, mini, a micro brawler mini. This is a micro brawler mini, and these are the ones that we could get. So this is what that looks like, the options. But let's see what we actually got. What is going to join my micro brawler family? It's Sting! <laughs> <laughs> fucking yes! Oh my God, are you kidding me? This is a fucking awesome. I was going to say adorable and then I said awesome. It's a fucking awesome, adorable. Let me make a new word. awesome adorable. Ad- adorable. Okay, never mind. I was trying to make a word, but it didn't happen. You guys get me. This is awesome and adorable. Look at this.
3: It's just, listen, this bro, is like, like the best. <laughs> listen, we can sit here and say whatever we want. This is what makes money with the marks. This, this, this is over to the marks who are still engaged in wrestling, bro.
2: So we could say whatever we want. That's, that's the reality of the situation, bro. We have another one coming up later. Wait till you see that one.
3: And I actually think, man, if we went way back in archives, Jeff, I I know I did this one time. I got a box sent to me, and I did this one time on camera. I would love to put the two of them back to back. I remember that. What was that for? It- um, Something crates, something... It
2: was a sponsored thing,
3: right? Yeah, they sent it to me, and I opened it on air. I don't think I got as quite excited as she yeah, did. Yeah, I remember things. that
2: because I think it was the podcast One Days or something. Yeah, it, yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah. All right, let's go to this Tony Khan picture that was sent in by Mark DePaulo Jr., and in this picture, he is with the Jags coach, Doug Peterson, Oh, what, 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 what what do, what do they
3: think? I mean, what, what, what do they think, bro? That's all I could ask myself. What do they think?
2: He he looks like a bum like on the side of the road
3: like I mean he looks ridiculous. Remember, bro. Remember down and out in Beverly Hills when um Nick Nolte they was a bum on the street and then I they never kind of I made, never
2: saw it but I know yeah what but it down, is, yeah he was a
3: bum on the street and they made him over and brought, yeah this is this
2: is what that looks like. What do these players think, bro? <laughs> All right, I want your thoughts on this. You may have already seen this. This was making the rounds this week. But this was sent by Trent Ardle, and we have a video of Mercedes Monet, who was Sasha Banks, doing an autograph signing, and a fan says something to her about leaving WWE, and this is her response:
1: "I was in New Japan Wrestling. And you, I, I know that you had um, left WWE because of the creative issues. So, um, is that the reason? Yes. That's what I read. Oh,
0: that's
4: what you read. You weren't there,
0: <laughs> so no. So, what, what, what's the real reason?
4: Why would I tell you?
0: Why would I just tell you?" Want to know. You ain't gonna see my interview. You ain't gonna read my book. Right. You ain't gonna see me. In the picture
4: I do book. all of that. Yeah. All
0: right. Then again. just wait. Our next
4: friend, but you are. Then you
0: just wait. I got it. Okay. You. Cool. Thank you, JJ. Appreciate you. Keep on reading
3: your fiction books. Okay. Does does everybody understand why I won't go like within a thousand feet of one of those conventions? <laughs> That's exactly why. And supposedly, Jeff, I got some inside information, dirt. There is supposedly a picture available
2: of what's her name again? Lisa Bonet. What's what's her new name? Well, Mercedes Vernado is her is her real name, but her wrestling name is Mercedes Monet. Now,
3: okay. Supposedly, there is a picture going around with uh, 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 M- Melissa Monet and our own Michael Krause. Oh, I need to see that. Yes, we both need to see that because the way it was described to me, what's the first name? Minute Monet, Mercedes. Mercedes. Yeah, the way easy. it was explained to me, Mercedes is all over Michael Krause.
2: Oh, jeez.
3: Yes, that's how I'm it was. Sure explained she's married. Me. I'm pretty sure she's married. Yeah. Well, that's how it was explained to me. So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to wait till we get that on a further on the later episode.
2: Yeah. So there there's been two camps with this video online. There's the I can't believe she was that rude to a fan that paid 50 or 100 bucks or whatever for an autograph and a picture and then there's stupid Mark got got put in his place. Where are you on that? I'm scale? on I'm on I'm on the first side.
3: I, I I'm I'm on the first side. I mean, yeah, bro. The dude, they're all stupid marks, Jeff. I mean and and and, and come on. She she goes into that As we all go into that, knowing their stupid marks. So you're you're prepared with whatever they're going to say, whatever they're going to ask you, because you know they're
2: stupid marks. So I'm definitely on the side of a point A. I understand why she's frustrated. Because of the culture that we cover on this show every week, these idiots write anything and people believe it. I understand why she's frustrated and then, but she got really snippy. Why would I tell you? Like, who that? Like, who the hell are you? I mean, that's pretty much what she's saying. I'm going to tell you. I understand why she's saying that. It comes off terrible. But then she kind of catches herself because I think she realizes, wow, that was stiff, yeah, and she goes, I think "So too." And she goes, "Well, if I tell you, then you're not going to read my book or watch my interview. That's why I wouldn't tell you." So I think she caught herself. Right, I agree. But, but um, I understand why she's frustrated. But I think in that situation, you got to. You got to handle yourself. You do. No, bro. I
3: Come on, bro. I, come on. Like I, I I dealt with that so many freaking times,
2: you know, let's go to Tony Khan tweets. Now I know you've seen these because you discussed these a little bit in one of your videos, but this was sent in by Scott Ward and Matthew Ortiz. So Khan puts out actually was Vic Venom. I think that talked about this, but, After the results of Super Tuesday came in and NXT had the victory, Khan tweets, This weekend marks one year since the Mayo Clinic saved my mom's life. During her ordeal, many AEW talent came to me, alleging WWE tampering, inducing them to break their contracts. I'll never forget these phone calls at her side in the hospital. It's when business became personal for me. And then uh, a little while later, after people had replied to this tweet, he puts another tweet out. Not that I, not that I should be surprised, but the same WWE avatar accounts that spam me every day, no matter what I say or what it's about, are now turning their wrath to mom recovering from a near death experience. Is why I straight hate these people to the bottom of my heart oh, with God, all my bro, soul. He,
3: he, uh, bro, th- th- this guy, it's like he's bro. Listen, I. I Everybody knows I never, ever, ever, ever stake claim to being the sharpest knife in the draw. I have we have a lot of sharp knives on the on the brand, you know, freaking Stevie, Al, you know, Ben. These are freaking brilliant people. And I always say I, I am not in that class. This guy is absolutely ignorant. He, 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 bro, he got, this, this is on the heels of the rating came out and now he's getting buried and he literally is playing the dead mom card. Not, form. not,
2: uh, not dead.
3: She, sur- she, she recovered. Good, yeah, thank yeah, God. I'm glad yeah, she survived. Yeah. So now, 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 now he is using his mother's near death experience to be the victim after he was clearly the aggressor. Anybody can see that, bro. Anybody so that that they, they they fired back exactly what I just said. And 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 as Vic Venom said, Jeff, if the WWE did anything illegal, then why didn't he sue him? Why didn't he sue them? He didn't sue them because his, his law team went back to him and said, Tony, first of all, this is a talent telling you this. Unless this was recorded. This is going to come down to the talent's word against the WWE's word, and you're never going to win that in a billion years. Secondly, as Vic Venom explained, it is totally legal for them to talk to contracted employees about what they're going to do when their contract is up. So he, th- that's the thing, bro. This is what I mean about the ignorance, He's claiming that there was illegal tampering. Then why didn't you sue them, bro? You didn't sue them because you didn't have a case.
2: Therefore, there was no illegal tampering. That's what I mean, Jeff. And he says, well, these people are now turning their wrath to mom recovering from a near-death experience. You're the one that brought her into this conversation about WWE. So that's on you. And I didn't see any of these tweets. I highly doubt that people were making fun of his mom. The wrath was probably to him bringing her, using her as a victim card here in this stupid story. Why, if if this is a one year anniversary since your mom, your mom's life was saved, why is that not just the tweet? Why do we have to take shots at WWE and bring them into it? Because He's the he, one that did that
3: because he was desperate. He was absolutely desperate, bro. He backed himself in a corner. He had egg all over his face. He looked like a blithering idiot, and he was desperate for anything. All he had to do, Jeff, was take the high road. You know what? Maybe maybe I underestimated the WWE. And, all, and then all he had to say was, bro, let's face it. They've had a 50-year head start on us, but I think we've done damn well so far. Maybe maybe it'll take us a couple of years to,
2: to close. That's all he had to do, Jeff.
3: Then he would have been a baby
2: face. All right, let's go to a Brian Alvarez video that was sent in by Gabe Tuff, and this is Alvarez talking about the results of the ratings for everybody's favorite Tuesday, Super Tuesday. Oh God, I saw a video the other day, Jeff, on my TV. You think we're tough.
3: If you think we're tough, watch Eric Bischoff videos. Bro, he was he was calling he was calling Alvarez every name in the book. Where even Conrad had to say, uh, oh, come on, come on, Eric. Isn't that a little too much? Like, oh my God, bro. Like I sometimes I feel bad, but oh my God. Bro. There are several facts. He's dying to too, bro. Huh? Huh? He's dying to hair too. Um, right off the bat, there has been gray in that beard and there has been gray in that hair. It is all. I don't know what it is with these guys, bro. I don't understand that for the life of me. I don't get it.
2: Yeah, that it does look different. It
3: absolutely, Jeff, I could tell immediately, immediately you can tell. I don't, what is it with these guys that they feel, bro, <laughs> Jeff, do you look at some of these sports reporters, bro? They're in their seventies and their eighties for crying out loud. Why is it that these guys think they have to look younger? I don't get it.
1: Is it NXT
3: won the viewership? Oh no doubt, bro. No <laughs> doubt, the whole the whole
2: thing, bro. Yeah, it it does look like a new head of hair. Oh my god, <laughs> these guys! I I had, I had bet that he wouldn't too. Especially you did if, say he wouldn't, yeah. Especially that's after you're I'm, making fun of I'm Vince. That's what I'm trying
3: to tell people at home, bro. If you're if you're coloring your beard and your hair to appear younger. How can you believe anything these people say? Like seriously, how can you believe when they when they can't show you their real age? How can you believe a word they say bro?
2: Yeah but uh, man I, I swore after he made fun of Vince for dyeing his hair like there's no way he's gonna but I it, the evidence looks like he is yeah I played First.
3: back to the beginning because that's what I was focused on so I missed I missed all of it. There are
1: several facts. The first fact is that NXT won the viewership. The second fact is that NXT won the demo. The third fact, stop me when I'm telling lies, is that AEW did a great number, all things considered. The other fact, fourth fact, I believe, now am I in four? AEW did a really good number, all things considered. You did wait. Is that the second time you said that? Is that that's three A and three B? You know, the fifth fact is what's that? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So, congratulations to uh, to everybody. <laughs> hey, you know what? We got uh, what one point six million people combined watching these two shows. Hey, that's a victory. That's great,
3: bro. You know who he tries to be now? That that, that I just I just figured it out. You know who he tries to be? No, Colin Coward. That's who he tries try,
2: that's who he tries to be, bro. I haven't listened to him enough to get the reference. That's
3: exactly who he's trying to be. If you got you guys know who Colin Coward is out there, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm telling lies, bro.
2: <laughs> but what's the they did a great number all things considered. What things considered? I thought this was Super Tuesday. It's a big war. Either it could go either way. Now it's oh, well, they did really good all things considered.
3: <laughs> bro, 600,000 viewers. Let yeah, me, really,
2: really good number.
3: Yeah, let uh, me remind everybody, Monday Night Football just did about 20 million. And you're looking at 600,000? Come on, bro, will you please?
2: Well, we got a Ronaldo Piven video. Oh, thank you.
3: Who sent this
2: in? Uh, Mark DePolo. And it's actually an old Ronaldo Piven video. Thank you, Marco.
3: Thank you, thank you, thank you.
2: My Mark. prayers have been answered.
0: This is the accommodations they set us up with, you know? I called ahead and I said I wanted top priority. I wanted the nicest dressing room. There's rags sitting around what, in here. What happened to my usual room? This, is this my shower This is, no. This is a sink, that's not your shower, okay, Ashton? Oh, okay. Look, this is not our place. We're gonna find a better place than this. But look, we gotta get this out of the way now. And I want you people to hear this. From me, from the mouth, right now, all right? Is this the room I'm supposed to change? No, that's not. That's a dumb waiter. Get away from there, you dummy. Look, okay. That's not a waiter. It's not a waiter. It's a dumb waiter. It's a thing. Anyway, look. My boy Ashton here was at a show in Milan, Italy about a week ago. And uh, while it was very fun and I got some numbers and had some good times, Ashton had a little accident. He made a quick pivot at the end of the catwalk and uh, tore his labrum. For those of you that don't know what that is, that's... Your shoulder muscle, okay? So Ashton here is going to be out for two to eight months. Two to eight months. That's fine, alright? We're going to pull through this. My boy Ashton and I, we're going to go to parties. We're going to keep loving life. But in the meantime, I've still got business to take care of. And I plan on continuing to take care of business here at Blitz. So tonight, I'll be unveiling a new member of my entourage. A team that can only have one name. The Professionals. Because that's... Well we are. All right. Let's find another place. Let's get at it. This is definitely not a room for professional. No, this is not a professional room. This is an
3: amateur room is what it is. Bro, I gotta I gotta be honest with you, man. Uh it, somewhere Throughout the course of his career, he digressed. That was the best work <laughs> I've ever seen him do. Not only was that the best work, that was the best look.
2: He, he, I, I was going to say, he looks like he spent more money on his uh, look than people do in the big leagues. You know? That's
3: what I'm telling you, bro. That was the best Ronaldo Piven slash Nick Houseman video I've ever seen. Like, what happened to that guy?
2: I think he's sober in this one.
3: Yeah, I mean yeah. seriously. Now he's got that leave it to Beaver comb over and and the plaid shirt. Like, what happened to that dude? And the Barbie, the Barbie hoodie. Yeah, man. I mean, seriously, that was good. That he looked good. That was good. What happened?
2: Well, you want to see what happened? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Show me. Show me then and now, the before and after, bro. Yeah. So let's go to. This video is sent by Gabe Tuff, and this is an NXT video media call with Shawn Michaels. Oh so just boy! Shawn Michaels sitting by himself in front of a camera, and the marks are calling in. Tony Khan isn't I with him. Tony Khan isn't with him. No, this is no, this is an okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably in the chat calling him a ball. Yeah, he one. probably is, bro. Our next question comes from Nick Alsmen. That's showing
3: skinny, huh, bro? Our next question comes from Nick Alsmen, Nick.
0: unmute can you hear me now yes sir awesome thanks for taking the time sean bro this brings
3: back Um, such memories jeff i swear to god when wwf started doing its um social media bro there were two games in town prodigy and america online was just starting keyword, whatever. Yeah. Yes. I got Shane McMahon was heading the division and I got my friend, the Matt rat, Jimmy Monsey's hired. And he was Shane's right hand man. Jimmy was. And bro, we did our very first live AOL chat and Jimmy was running it. And I was reading the questions from the fans coming in and Sean was on the phone and he was answering the questions that I, this brings back so many weird, bizarre memories from like 95 bro. Crazy man.
0: It's a really exciting time for wrestling fans seeing Jade uh, make the leap to WWE. It looks like uh, Brian Pillman jr. uh, May have made the leap as well. There's another, uh, AEW name that became available here It sounds like uh, In the last month or so and that's CM Punk Uh, A lot of people are wondering If WWE would even welcome Him back into the fold I was Just wondering would you Welcome him into NXT or do you think That why does he have to make this question
3: Three times longer than it is Why isn't it hey Sean I got You know I'm I'm just curious would the WWE Ever allow CM Punk into the mix
2: Because he has to turn this into the dumbest Question ever yeah I was just wondering, would you welcome him into
0: NXT or do you think that WWE would welcome him back uh in general? Well, of course we'd welcome him here in NXT. My guess is he probably would want to go to the main, you know,
2: again, go to the main roster would be my would be my guess. <laughs> what a stupid question. A stupid CM Punk is, is gonna go back there and go to NXT. What a stupid question.
3: Bro, anyway, it's they, they don't I I don't understand. I, I do understand them because, bro, here's the bottom line, because we hear Nick Hausman say all the time, I want to ask all the challenging questions. I want to be the one you we've heard him say it a million times, bro. You go into this interview, with with Sean, if you, you have a brain in your head. You know you're not gonna get a legitimate answer from them about CM Punk. You know he, they're not gonna he's not gonna tell you know Dick Houseman, whatever his name is. And and I kind of believe that Houseman knows that, but he wants to be able
2: to say, Oh, I asked Shawn Michaels the tough question. Yeah, and it and it makes him look stupid because Sean runs NXT. You know, as far as we know, he's the, he's the head guy there. What is the hell does he have to do if CM Punk come back comes back to WWE? CM right. Punk is not going to NXT. So yeah, it's like you said, I'm gonna ask him about CM Punk just so people can see. I asked somebody there about CM Punk, even yes. though it makes absolutely zero that's sense. That's why he made that uh that's
3: why he made that question so thorough and so so he can say, Oh well,
2: I, I asked the tough question. Well, we got another clip of Tony Khan on the Dan Liebetard show i hope Labotard, I, I, i'm not sure how to libitard okay libitard and this was sent in by chris dice the second
3: did you expect when you took on the responsibility of this job
0: did you foresee the unpleasantness of i'm going to be drowning in death threats one day because of the decisions i have made is that something that you expected
1: oh
3: my god <laughs> wait a minute Wait, let me, let me take it. Is, is this,
2: is this Tony Khan or AI Tony? This is real Tony Khan because he just looks like a little freaking kid. Like <laughs> you don't think this is AI Tony? No. Okay. No, it doesn't look like a green screen back there,
3: bro. I would love, I would love to know what, what was it that made him clean up?
2: I don't think he's cleaned up. I think he's dressed like a little kid that just nah, got out bro, of bed.
3: Bro, he's got no facial hair. His hair isn't poodle-like all over the place. He's definitely
2: cleaned up. Well, we get a, another picture later that might have your answer to that, but let's right. uh, let's do this again. I
3: expect when you took on the responsibility of
0: this job, did you foresee the unpleasantness of, I'm going to be drowning in death threats one day because of the decisions I have made? Is that something that you expected?
1: Not really, but I think it's great. Uh, really... To be honest, great. I think the, the, yeah, the rancor of <laughs> It's great. <laughs>
3: yeah, exactly. Yeah. Believe me, bro. I've been in that seat and it ain't freaking great, bro.
1: Is across all sports. And it's something I've seen in football, in the NFL, you see it yeah, in football sure. in the Premier League. And for us, it's a great thing that we have passionate fans that really care about AEW, that really get excited about the shows. I love it. And our
3: what what really- do passionate fans have to do with him being threatened by a by an uh, employee? It's great. I got five death
2: threats today. Well, he, well, well, how has he turned this into a fan thing? Because <laughs> he's got to turn it into something promoting AEW. And wait till you see the look on oh, the guy's my face. God, bro. So he's back to promoting again.
1: Supportive. We're on our best run of major events we've ever done. You know, recently we set the all-time record. Bro, you
3: know, you know, you know what's, you know what, you know what is great about this, bro? They're never going to bring him on again. Especially when you see the cut to the guy. Yeah, all those guys, bro, all those guys are going to say, "Why are we going to bring him back, bro? All he ever does is promote his shows, and he doesn't." They're not going to bring him back, and he's too stupid to realize that. Even if he gave him one thing, Jeff. They're never going to bring him back on this show.
1: If we're on our best run of major events we've ever done, you know, recently we set the all-time record, the world record for ticket sales. Do you think
3: they give a shit about any of this? Any of those guys? Any of them? You're going to see. You're going to see. On of
1: major events we've ever done, you know, recently we set the all-time record, the world record for ticket sales for any wrestling event ever. We've done all kinds of unprecedented things since we started this business. And might I add, the first ever AEW TV contract I ever signed, I actually did it in your old office at the Clevelander after you had me on the show. So we go way back, and your show has been a great one. <laughs> yeah,
3: bro, they're many, like, many, get this freaking guy <laughs> that, out of here, bro. That is great. He's like, like, yeah, he they're, looks- like, they're, like they're bro, he's wasting their
2: time. That was great. Like, you see it right on his face. Yeah. He's thinking this mother effort is back to freaking promoting. I guarantee
3: you, I will be shocked if we ever see him on this show again.
2: All right, let's go back to Hollywood and the loot crate. This was sent in by Gabe Tuff. I think a lot of our theories may be proven correct in this video.
4: Ooh, I like the fingers. I always like to play with these. They're so fun to just touch.
2: Ah, ah! Oh, I just want to touch the fingers.
4: <laughs> the fingers are so fun to play with. I'm telling you guys, these always like relieve stress. They're, they're just like stress balls, kind of. Not really because they're hard, but just like touching them is fun. Like even just touching like like this part here of the hat. I don't know. I'm very
2: all right. Let's break this down. She has said balls hard, and then she rubs the head of this thing, Vince. I don't think this is by accident. Oh, come on, Jeff. Come wait, on. Wait wait till we get to when she pulls the sting thing back out. Oh wait, like- go go
3: go back. Go back! now that you put it in in uh, you know in, in in that put it back. Put it back.
4: Ooh, I like the fingers. I always like to play with these. They're so I fun.
3: I like to play, play with these.
4: Ah, ah, I just want to touch the fingers. <laughs> the fingers are so fun to play with. I'm telling you guys, these always like relieve stress they're, they're just like stress balls kind of not balls, really because stretch, they're hard
3: stretching balls like it's
4: fun like even just touching like like this part here of the hat i don't know i'm very into like sensory and like touching things i'm the person that likes um, to put my hands like in all of the marbles you know i want to i like to feel that so i like touching these let me touch the little bat. The little sting yeah
2: bat. Jeff I right. got you you're you're gonna miss the best part
3: okay i'm 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 starting to sway over now a little bit,
4: so I like touching these. let me touch the little bat, the little sting bat, oh oh that is pleasing, oh, that is pleasing, I just just want to touch it
3: you're right, <laughs> you're absolutely right, bro, you're absolutely right,
2: <laughs> come on man, yeah
3: <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right, bro. I try I tried to defend her. I tried to defend
2: her, but I I can't defend something I'm going to lose. Now you asked, why is Tony Khan cleaning up? It's an interesting question. Well, yeah. now there's there's rumors floating around that Tony Khan has a girlfriend. Yeah, I saw a picture. You going to bring a picture up? We're going to bring the picture up because Rick Flair put this out here. Yeah. Rick Yeah, so this was sent in by Mark DePaolo Jr. We don't know. We don't have a confirmation that this is indeed his girlfriend, but let's analyze this and see what you think. He's not cleaned up there though. (laughs) Now see her hand. Yeah. It's his girlfriend and a very cute girl. I might add, how does he even have time for
3: a relationship? Um, 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 Maybe she works for him, you know? Yeah. Could be, but
1: yeah.
3: uh... Hey, listen, he's not bro. We saw, we saw the model pictures right this high school ones yes he's he's not a bad guy underneath the poodle wig and the <laughs> he, he's not a bad looking guy i could see that guy getting a woman like this but you know bugged out on something tony khan i've got a problem with hooking him up with a decent looking girl like this
2: yeah i, I just it's uh i i just think of this guy wrestling from the moment he gets up to the moment he goes to bed and he's got putting it. these tweets out. He's got this girl next to him while he's tweeting this stuff. I mean Jeff, listen.
3: You 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 you've spent a little time with me. Uh you've been to my house, you've met my wife. Bro, do you think I would let my wife go anywhere near Rick Flair? <laughs> Like think think about that, Jeff. Seriously, seriously. If if she happened to come to a wrestling show, and he was there, oh my god, bro. Come on. <laughs> well,
2: Flair had his his woman with him. Yeah. Too, so yeah. All right. Let's go to a Dave Meltzer tweet. This was sent in by both Eric B. and Ash Gooden. So Meltzer tweets. You're gonna to have to translate this one because I don't think I can do this. I don't think oh, I can wow. translate the well, if you, you can, I certainly am not gonna be able to. Those who said NXT would have won without Cena and Undertaker and only with developmental talent can be proven correct tomorrow. AEW did zero point two six with competition. If tonight's show does better than zero point two nine, given that there is no wrestling competition, Absolutely, NXT would have won. If it does 0.26 to 0.29, there will be a legit argument on both sides. If it does under 0.26, then it would not have won with a developmental show. Oh, God, bro. <laughs> We're talking 0.03 of ratings and whatever the hell this comparison is. What's next, so I'm trying to figure this out. You can't you can't figure that he's out. He's saying he's saying that AEW doing a 0.26 with wrestling competition is equal to a 0.29 without wrestling competition. How do you even come up with that?
3: I don't know. I I mean I don't know. I don't I don't know I don't know
2: what he would be
3: looking at to come up with that. I don't know. <laughs> they
2: they're taking this way too far. This one night two-hour block you know there's another one coming up right is there i didn't know that I, I think i think
3: november 17th i think is the day. there's another one coming up in the company.
2: good because tony khan's gonna be unhinged and it's gonna be spectacular yeah yeah it's gonna be great for us well we know meltzer has got a great sense of humor this uh clip sent in by game tough uh, and then Io Sky against Asuka against Charlotte Flair in a triple threat match for the women's championship. Which,
1: you know, I, I, I'm kind of at my wit's end with these triple threats and these four ways, but they're All right. great. All three Wait. of them are great. Oh, well,
0: maybe we can do two ref bumps to make it even better.
1: <laughs> oh man. <laughs>
2: Oh God, bro! Which <sighs> reminds me, like when you see people make fun of a certain fandom and their little inside jokes, and nobody yeah. gets it, and then yeah. like that, that's what this comes across as. And then that was that weird delay, like he it came into his head and yeah. he laughed, and then he just stopped. Okay, how am I going to deliver this? And then he puts it out, and the co-host pops, and I'm like, what? What the hell? Why is that funny? Yeah. <laughs> Two ref bumps, get them, Dave. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, go get him. All right, it is time for the closer. Thank God. This was sent in by Trent Arnold, Greg O'Grady, Matthew Ortiz, Big Evil Pops, Charles Redman, Miss Jericho, Scott Ward, and Baron Von Lecter. Eight people. Now, okay. hold on, because I thought of this today. I'm going to segue into something else real quick. Do you remember that tweet we had from Matt Kuhn of why he does not like Dave Meltzer now? No. He said that Meltzer uh, – Told everybody that Matt Kuhn was running Dutch Mantel's Twitter account. And then and Kuhn said I wasn't, and Dave refused to retract it or apologize, right? Right, right. Do you remember him telling everybody that I am Miss Jericho? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I do. Did he he ever retract that or apologize to me? Right. So So he's a hypocrite. I haven't seen Miss Jericho in a while. Have you? No, that's why I thought of it. I didn't even think of it when we had that tweet, yeah. but I just oh, thought yeah. of it today oh, when I yeah, got yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. So you, the Yeah, you were going to spend your time being Miss Jericho.
2: Yeah, yeah so he's a hypocrite because he, ne- he did the same thing to me. He didn't I apologize know. or retract that.
3: Mm-hmm. Anyway. You're not, you're not as important as he is, Jeff.
2: No. So this tweet is a Tony Khan tweet. I, I'm sure you've seen this by now, but th- this is probably – The worst tweet he's ever
3: I don't think I have, bro. I I don't.
2: I mean, everything on this show I've seen, I don't... There was nothing that blew me away that I saw. Okay, well, this came out... He put this out after the numbers came out, where they got beat by NXT.
3: Oh, is this the Undertaker thing? Yeah. Yeah, okay,
2: go ahead. Yeah. This week, two active, decades-long rating streaks from two great legends were ended. With all due respect... Until this week's head-to-head AEW versus WWE. So he's not even saying NXT. You notice that he's saying WWE. Right. Until this week's head-to-head AEW versus WWE, neither John Cena nor The Undertaker have ever been on a WWE show with under 1 million total viewers and under 400K in the demo.
3: Yeah. That that was the one that got him in trouble. That, that, that was the one that triggered the on salt and that's when he came up with the almost dead mother
2: this is so stupid in in so many ways first of all with all due respect so you know this is not respectful anytime you say that i don't care it's not going in a respectful manner if you have to say that you just got beat by like 50 percent they they did 50 percent more than you did 900,000 to 600,000. So 50% of 600,000, 300,000. They did about 50% more. So you're, instead of just saying, damn, all right, we took this one in the teeth, let's just get on with next week. You're going to turn this somehow into a victory for you. I know, bro, this bad. By saying we ended Cena and Undertaker's not getting a, a million on a WWE show, which, by the way, it's still NXT. It's still their minor leagues. Right. But he wants to spin this as it's raw or SmackDown. It's it's unbelievable that he's trying to take a victory at bro, somewhere. This
3: is why I did the video and said the dude needs an advisor, bro. bro Remembering the Godfather, Robert Duvall. <laughs> that's 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 he needs a Robert Duvall. He needs somebody following him around. That's attached to his hip that, that listens to everything he says and watches everything he does. That's, I, I, I am shooting with that. I am not kidding around, bro. This guy, I don't know if I've, Jeff, when I was very, very, very young, when I was in my twenties, okay? You know, Jeff, we go through that phase where it comes into our heads and we say it. Oh yeah. I went through that phase for years and it got me in a lot of trouble. Bro, I was in my twenties. Yeah, he's forty one. He's forty-one, bro. You learn by by saying What comes to you immediately and then all of a sudden, oh, shit, here come the ramifications. I didn't think about what was going to come. And then as you get older, that does not happen anymore. You think about what you want to say and what is this going to mean and how is it going to be interpreted, yada, yada, yada. This guy just blurts out. Whatever he, whatever is on his mind and whatever he thinks, bro, and he's really, really, really hurting his company. What do I mean by hurting his company? You guys saw it on the show tonight. They're never going to have him back on that show.
2: That hurts AEW, bro. And, you know, this is even worse than blurting something out and then, oh, shit, I shouldn't have said that. We kind of saw that with uh, Mercedes earlier. Why would I tell you? And then she kind of pauses. I probably shouldn't have said that. I'm going to try to explain it off. He's actually either typing this on his phone or his iPad or his computer. So he has to type this whole thing out and then choose to hit send. So this is like not even an instinct coming out of your mouth. This is a choice. (laughs) It's even worse. He needs the advisor and the advisor needs to put some type of hack on his phone that when Tony types a tweet, he can't hit send until the until his advisor reads it and puts in a code. And, and then they Jeff, will allow Tony Jeff, to send it.
3: Jeff, would anybody else in the business, I'm talking anybody, in any company, anybody, would anybody else in the business belittle John Cena or in the Undertaker? Nobody yeah, would a, do that. Yeah, no one, Jeff, thing. no one, no one would ever do that but him. That's why when Jericho sees that, I mean, all Jericho can say is he's the boss, man. I can't tell him what to do or what to say. He's going to do whatever he wants because that's
2: how Jericho's looking at that, bro. And you know what the most common response to this tweet was from fans? And and this is why he doesn't think this out and it makes him look stupid. The response was, Edge has never been on a show that's done 600,000 viewers till you wow. was on and your see, show that there, night. There, there you go, bro. Wow. What? And that's true. Yeah. So it's like you, you, you sound really stupid when you try to take a victory out of a loss and you take shots at people. You just made your talent look even lamer than that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, dude, we, we lost. We got another show next week. Don't even you. The motivation should be. I don't want to lose next time. I want to have a better show. Not let's spin this to some. the the, the the victory. the motor, Yeah, bro. If he goes down that road again, because the,
3: he, here's what the motivation should really be. This, 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 this would be my, my motivation. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to uh, make that gap closer. I'm going to close the gap. Even if it's 10,000 people, I'm going to close the gap. To me, that, that would be a victory. That would be a goal, bro. If this guy carries on. Like they're gonna win again. That at that point he's brain dead, bro. Like at that point he's absolutely brain dead and has zero credibility. I don't know if he has any credibility now. I mean, I I really don't. But if there is any left, and he he goes through that exercise again, come on, Jeff.
2: The fans are owning him. You know, it, it's like the, the marks are are tearing him up, and you know you know it's bad when that happens. But I mean. It's one thing to be competitive and want to win, but this is almost uh, the bald asshole. Right. My mom, the tampering, uh, this—I mean, it's like The, bots, the bot, what? What do you call yeah, them? And, yeah, the avatars that attack. The me. Avatars, I beat yeah. these people to my soul or to my core or whatever the hell he said. Yeah, I mean, this is like an unhealthy obsession. Like, is this guy having a mental breakdown or is he think? Is he sitting there laughing when he's doing this, thinking he's funny? You know, we don't know. But he comes off looking dumb no matter what the reason is why he's doing this.
3: Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, because that, that basically is a shot at them and an insult to them. And you are talking about two of the most respected freaking guys. God, bro, like that is so
2: bad, so bad. All right, Jeff, what is going on in your world, bro? Well, if you guys would like to submit clips to this show, you do so to me. The only place I take submissions is to Jeff Lane's email at gmail.com. If you send in tweets, please include both the link and the screenshot to the tweet. And if you send in video or audio, please send in MP3, MP4s. Around 30 seconds to a minute, but make sure to keep the context there so we don't have uh, out of context clips. Jeff Lane's email at gmail.com.
3: And guys, remember, check out Hey Ma. Look, I'm doing a show in the basement. It's our latest show, bro, over on patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC, where we we take down these dirt sheet marks one by one, bro. Check it out. Patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. That is it, everybody. For me and Jeff,
0: we'll see you next week.